There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone the electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. Some crimes, when all is said and done, still may leave us scratching our heads. On May 2nd, 2003, a man took his own life, and with it, the secrets of why he poisoned the church he and his family so loved being a part of. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Sunday, April 27th, 2003, started off for the Gustav Adolf Lutheran Church in New Sweden, Maine, like every other Sunday. They held their normal Sunday service, after which they gathered to eat some of the leftover baked goods from the bake sale, sip their strong coffee, and chat about their week. The congregation, which consists of about 60 regular worshipers, and the church elders were enjoying the morning when, out of nowhere, 15 of them became violently ill. After being rushed to the hospital, the following day, 78-year-old Walter Reed Morrill succumbed to the illness and passed away. In the meantime, the Maine Bureau of Health worked quickly with a private lab to try and figure out what made the attendees so ill. What they found out was that the coffee that everyone was so enjoying was laced with extremely high levels of arsenic. Thankfully, with the exception of Walter Morrill, the other members of the church were able to be treated pretty quickly. After the events of September 11th, a stockpile of arsenic antidotes were just a short distance away and were rushed to New Sweden. While everyone else survived, some members did suffer from lasting health issues. Walter's death was officially ruled a homicide, and with that, an investigation began. But just before they could find any leads or new information, five days after the poisoning on May 2, 2003, a church member named Daniel Bondison, 53, shot himself in the chest. While initially the events seemed unrelated, Daniel's suicide note took full responsibility for the poisoning. This not only sent shockwaves throughout the small community, but it had many scratching their heads. Because the note, while a confession, offered no reason for the attack. But Daniel was very adamant that he acted alone and that he merely meant to cause illness, not death, when he poisoned the coffee. That he didn't even know what he put in the coffee. It was simply something he found around the farm. He went on to say that he just wanted to upset their stomachs, quote, like the churchgoers did to me, though no one knew what he meant. Police and family found it hard to believe that Daniel, a regular member of the church, a substitute teacher, nurse, potato farmer, and all-around good guy, would not only commit the crime, but decide to take his own life too. Some believed the note wasn't even written by him, and that he was simply a scapegoat. Even those who suffered at his hands don't believe he did it, or at least didn't do it alone. In fact, not long before his death, Daniel went on top of Walter Morrill's roof to shovel the two feet of snow off for him. The investigation into the poisoning incident at the church continued after Daniel's death, but as far as my research can tell, nothing more came of it. So, did Daniel Bondison, small-town good man, really poison the members of his beloved family church? And if he did, 
Was he alone in committing the 13th largest mass arsenic poisoning in the nation's history? Unfortunately, it seems that Daniel took the answers with him to the grave. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.